That was alarming. That was a very alarming moment. We literally couldn't get the like recording thingy to work and then Josie blew in it like it was a Nintendo 64 back in the day and you you know when you blow into yeah. the little cartridge yeah. and like oh it'll be the dust. Yeah, that That's was what it my is. fix. That was all I had. Um but it was just a bung cart. Yeah. Lucky it told us it was a bung cart. We didn't record this masterpiece and then realize that it didn't work. That would have been the worst. That's my fear always. Uh, Welcome to Mystery Minutes. And it is minutes today. It's literal minutes. We've got 20 fucking minutes. We're just going to bash out some conversation. (laughs) Have you written any notes? Um, I can start. Okay, you start. Okay, I want to talk about... Why don't you go, then I go, then you go, then I go. Let's do it. Smash it out. Smash it out. I want to talk about Game of Thrones. Um, I'm obviously obsessed. We're doing recaps on pedestrian TV if you guys want to read our Mm -hmm. literal conversations that we have about the show. Yeah. But... What I wanted to talk about was this crypt theory. So if you've been following PS, this is the time to fast forward if you don't want spoilers and you haven't watched anything. Yeah. Because I'm going to talk about some stuff that's already happened this season and also some stuff that might happen, like theories. Mm -hmm. So basically the crypt theory is this thing going around on Reddit and it's about how, you know, the Nightwalker is turning up to Winterfell for this big battle. Mm. And because he can raise the dead, can he raise the dead Starks that are down in the crypt, buried yes. in the earth, like Ned, fucking Catelyn, all everyone, of them. yeah, um, the whole gang. And if so, all of the like weak people, <laughs> people that can't carry a sword, have gone down there. Yeah, and they're pretty. I think they're pretty much unprotected. So if all these Starks Fact. can turn into whites, yeah. Are they just going to murder the fuck yeah. out of everyone down there? Oh, no. But then it's like, I don't think that Game of Thrones is going to make us endure a dead Ned Stark killing his own kids. Yeah, that that seems very rough. Don't you think? But, like, the show has been rough in the past. Like, I feel like for a while it's been not as horrific. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, first season, obviously, we lost Ned. Then there's Red Wedding and Brand like... Bran got pushed out the window. Bran gets pushed out the window. Like, there were all these kind of, oh, fuck, like, killing off people we really like. Um, the Viper and his eyes. Oh, fuck, yeah. All of that kind of stuff. That kind of hasn't happened for a while. Like, we've, I feel like we've gotten a bit complacent, maybe. Being yeah, like, and oh, maybe they these will do our, These are our pals till the end. Nope. No. I was actually reading this. I'll show it to you. It's like an infographic and it's yeah. like, safe, kind of safe. At risk and then fucked. <laughs> so just like characters' photos and then like a sentence as to why yeah. this person believed they were fucked or they were safe. Yeah. And yeah, I think people are going to die, so it could happen. Yeah. It could be the in the crypt. That's so fucked. I know. It, which would just be just shit. I just think like the Stark parents. Just I know. Kill everyone. There is another theory that I just don't. I don't subscribe to this theory, but the Starks will get raised from the dead, but then they'll be like, psych, and fight for the living. And it's like, why would no. that be what yeah. happens? Like, that's not, they're not logical. That, they're not that good of people that even in, like, zombie death mode, they've got morals. Yeah, exactly. Because he's stupid. he's probably raised lots of people who are good once yes. from the dead and made them fight for yeah. him. So I don't buy into that one. But I definitely think that the theory has legs. Yeah. Literal bony legs. Bony, skeleton legs. legs. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm enjoying the season so far. Like we said, it's definitely tying up a few things, which mm. 
can be a bit annoying. Like it feels a bit rushed maybe. Mm. Like quick, let's tie up this little loose end and let's have this conversation between these characters. Yeah. Yes. It's a bit like I want more action. Yeah, and I just think sometimes I just think I get it, they're doing it for the fans. I'm a massive fan. Mm. I secretly love it. But then it also s- starts to feel like it's at the cost of plot. Yes. And what I think actually happened was – They've gone, okay, we're doing these, whatever is it, eight episodes. I don't mm. even remember what it is. Seven. Six or eight. I don't know. But they're doing this short run mm. and trying to shove everything yeah. in to a short run when what they probably should have done was either decide that they were going to wrap it last season and, like, make more progression in the yeah. last season, which went relatively slowly, it I It was a bit slow. Instead of just being like, blah, blah's here, Brienne and... Yeah. Jamie are reuniting. Yeah. Brienne and Tormund are reuniting. Yeah. Everyone's tick, chatting tick, to tick, each other. Yeah. And da, 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 da. The Hound and Arya yeah, and Arya and Gendry. And, mate, yeah. guys, come on. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, especially compared to last season, which was slow. Yeah. I feel like if you rewatched everything and then you watched them side by side, the pacing would be so off. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, it was really slow last yeah. season. Just like, oh, because yeah. we kind of condensed down to just a few plot lines. Yeah. And now it's like, here's every plot line again. Yeah. Like Bran and Jamie, like everything from season one onwards is yeah. like being wrapped up. So it's a bit intense. But I love it and I'm enjoying recap. Oh, yeah. Here. Love um, it regardless. What were you going to talk about? Um, I was going to give a an update on the security oh guard God, yes. downstairs. So important. So if you've been listening to the podcast, I can't remember if it was minutes or the it's normal episode, I think it was just both. everywhere. There was a guy lurking in the downstairs car park at our office building, which has a few, obviously, a few floors and other people working in here. And he was just like always there in a black car, but not a nice car, just like an average car, just like sitting there all day. And I was like, I'm within my rights to ask. So I asked him and he was cryptic in his answer. And then someone else asked the building manager and they said he was security for level two, but he's gone. He's gone, like, yeah, totally. the like, car hasn't been there, like, <gasps> for a couple of weeks. Is the person on holidays that he's yeah, protecting? Yeah, maybe. So I We'll don't know. have to see if he comes back. Yeah, but there's kind of other guys lurking around and big black Range Rovers in the car park, Ooh, which look like... always bad. They look like um, FBI cards. Like yeah. it looks like the feds are here, or, like, the Secret Service. Yeah. I just watched that movie, Olympus Has Fallen, with Mark. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. It's another stale movie. That's <laughs> so stale. Um, just a stale movie that came out like five years ago. Yeah. Great movie, but a lot of Secret Service action and that's what these cars look like. So that's the update if, in case people were wondering. He's, he's gone. He's a mysterious gone. security guard is gone. Security guard in inverted commas because I don't think I believe him. No, I don't either. He's definitely a spy. He's definitely Pine Gap related espionage. He, he pre-knew <laughs> that we were going to do Pine yeah. Gap before we even knew yes. it. And came to just That's how much he's surveilling us. Yeah, he surveils in our minds. Yeah, that's fucked. What's your next point? Um, I just finished a book called The Van Apple Girls Are Gone. Oh, yes, you gave me a copy, which I haven't read. Cool. Well, I'll just <laughs> tell you about it. I won't tell you the whole story because I think everyone should read it. It's quite good. It's by Felicity McLean. Uh, it's pretty new, mm. so you can probably find it wherever. I know it's on Booktopia, for example. Mm-hmm. Um Basically, it's sort of a bit of a mix of virgin suicides, picnic and hanging rock, kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, probably more virgin suicides, to be honest. They refer to it as like another picnic and hanging rock, but I don't think that really fits. It's more of a virgin suicides in the sense that it's a bit about coming of age from the perspective of who Mm. 
what a protagonist. Yes. I don't know things about. Protagonist. I'm the worst book reviewer. <laughs> like, I cannot find my words to book review. So there's three sisters, the Van Apfel sisters, mm-hmm. and they're like a religious family. Oh. Um, and then they're friends with these two other sisters that live in the street. And mm. one of those sisters, Tika, is the protagonist. Right. And she, it's talking from her okay. perspective in 1992. Oh, wow. She's like 11. Yep. Um, so she kind of knows what's going on but doesn't. It's one of those yeah. kinds of books where you're sort yep. of piecing it together where through she's how not she like sees a, it. Yeah, she's not a, what is it, omniscient? Is that the word? Yes. Where they know everything? Yes, exactly. Yep. And she's also naive. So yeah. a lot of the things that she sees, you're like, ah, oh, that's Yeah, us. she's an unreliable narrator. Okay, there you go. Mm. You'd be a much better book reviewer. <laughs> I did a fuckload of useless English courses at uni. Great. Uh, so I know all these stupid wanky terms that I've never used <laughs> until, until now. today as a 33-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, sort of, it, it kind of unravels. Obviously, there's a mystery there. They disappear, mm. obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a mystery that sort of slowly unfolds. And there is sort of even, you don't even 100% know what happened at the end, I felt. Right. Like I was still a bit confused. And maybe I missed a bit. Okay. Because that does happen with me. When I get excited, <laughs> I start reading. It. I'm through. such a plot person over a like. Yeah language and character person so I'm yeah. like once it gets good I'm just like oh god I need to find out what's happening and yep. I'm like page after page and Mel's skim like reading showing with a hand how far she flicks pages yeah. like I'll just be like skim 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 because I'm yeah. like trying yes, to get the point wanna, yeah yeah so uh yeah you but might it, have missed something I would say it's heavily influenced by the virgin suicides like right. the girls are all blonde they're a bit weird in and of themselves yeah. um it's very like summer in Australia and hot weather and right. like, you know, idyllic yep. family life in a lovely suburb, but, mm. you know, with a dark underbelly Belly, kind of yep. vibe. But it's fun. It's sort of mystery, mysterious and yeah, crimey. Okay, I'll and read it. It's a good time. I'm like knee deep in Sins of the Brother at the moment, mm-hmm. which is lovely bedtime reading. Just reading about, I've just gotten up to Margaret Malat has had her last child, 14 kids. 14? 14! I think they were 14. Christ. I just don't understand, as someone that owns a vagina, how how you could just constantly be doing that. This is like I was Googling 19 (laughs) Kids and Counting the other day. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. I need to rewatch it. Like someone put it on a TV, Stan, if you're listening, Netflix, anyone. It's probably on that Hey You. Oh, yeah. Kate, my sister has had a Hey You account. I'm going to have a look. There's a lot of crime on there too. That show yeah. was wild. Yes. I disagreed with pretty much everything to do with that family. Oh, yeah. And yet I couldn't stop watching. Morals. Wasn't one of them a pedophile? In the end, yes. Yeah. Not in the show. <laughs> in the end. In the end, he turned out to be. A, he wasn't a pedophile. He was a young, when he was young, but old enough to know better, right. obviously. He, he molested his sisters, I think, or was accused of molesting his sisters. I don't know whether it actually got right through the but there was some kind of probo element that was and then the there was an ashley ended. madison i think the same guy was joined yes, up to ashley yeah. madison and it came out and yeah they're very like marriage is sacred yes and da, 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 yeah da. so it was quite alarming yeah but anyway sorry yes back I'm to what you were talking about and today i saw an article about a woman in uganda that has 38 kids whoa and then apparently the world record is 69 nice kids <laughs> a russian peasant in the 1700s Shit. had 69 kids I just don't even physically know how your body could go through it that many yeah. times. Well, so it was a lot of them are multiple pregnancies, so like quadruplets, okay. triplets. Okay, okay. So it's but like still, 69 kids from 27 pregnancies, I think. 
It's still it's what I read. wild. I know. Because even if you had like quadruplets, yes, your body would. That's so body. much for I your body to go it. through. But Margaret Millat didn't have any. None of them were twins. None they were all just multiples. So she like children. went through all those pregnancies. Ugh. Oof. And then they were all fucked. Um, but that's not what I was going to talk is that, about. Is that even factual? And they were all fucked. Most of them. The vast the boys were fucked. In and fact, the girl is this, made, was maybe fucked. One of the girls. Yeah. But in this book, she's like, for the last pregnancy, she was willing it to be a girl because the boys were such a handful. Because by this point, she was a grandmother. Yeah. The oldest one had already had his own kids. Yeah. Or kid. And she was like in her 40s still because she started popping them out when she was really young. She was, like, in her 40s, she'd had 14 kids. She had a grandkid. And she was, like, please let it be a girl. And it was another boy. Oh. So I think there were 10 boys it's all just up. 10 boys? Yeah. 10, ten I, I think boys. anybody who has a lot of male <laughs> children, because yeah. I've nannied for families where yeah. there were, like, a lot of male kids, and I've not met one set of parents with male kids who are like, it's easy. Yeah. This is simple. They're always like, yes. you know, they, I love my children, yeah. but fuck me. Oh, these ones All are going these, around This male energy crimes. is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> these are like next level. Let alone crime male yeah, children. Yeah, they're like fucking crime robbing babies. people. Crime babies. <laughs> they just come out and they're immediately like. Apparently they were very good looking. Or the, Ivan Malat. Yeah, the man in the book like notes that they were like Ivan, popular with ladies. He thinks Ivan Malat yeah. is good looking. Like when they were young, I young. think movie Ivan Malat's kind of good looking. Yeah, but when they were really young, they had these like exotic kind of features because okay. they had like the Croatian. Oh Croatian? yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Croatian. I think so. so they had like Serbian. they got teased because they had like um, they had like Asiatic kind of features. Mm. So back in the day, people were really racist and yeah. told them they had like Japanese eyes and oh, yeah. stuff. But, yes, they were very popular with the girls because they, they, the dad made them work in the yard so they're all, like, really buff and, like, exotic looking. I guess Ivan Malat, like, you see the photos of him more older and more yes. weathered. Yes, Maybe yeah. he was less weathered when he's when less he was weathered. 17, And also yeah. he's always holding guns. Yeah. It's hard to think <laughs> and he you look really hot when he's always holding guns. Yeah. It's not yeah. an easy, No. You and know. you know you've got the context of what he did. And not like hot holding guns like James Bond. Like No, not, not like, like a little sexy gun. A little revolver. No. They're like big rifles fucking aren't rifles. Sexy. They're yeah. not sexy. Um, I no guns are sexy I didn't unless even have Bond. that on my list of things <laughs> oh, to talk sorry. about. And now we've gone a whole tangent about Go. the Malats. Anyway, it's a great thing. book. <laughs> I want to talk great audio book. You might have seen it in the group uh, because yep. friend of the podcast, Billy Jensen. Billy fucking Jensen yeah. is a friend of the podcast it's now. Wild. I basically just politely stalked him and said, hey, <laughs> do, you, do you want to join the Aussie Mystery Hour group and talk about your audio book? It's called Chase Darkness With Me. When I was off sick, I listened to it. And it's great. It's all about how he he started as a crime journal and then he was really kind of unsatisfied with just rewriting other stories. So he focused only on unsolved cases. And then he got sick of just writing about unsolved cases and he wanted to, like, get some resolutions. Mm. So he started crowdsourcing help with Facebook and actually solving crimes and that's how he became involved in, like, Michelle McNamara's world and, like, then helped finish Oh, yeah. Gone in the Dark and met Paul Holes. And there's a great Murder Squad podcast on the Golden State Killer that came out this week. So I've been very Billy Jensen land yeah. lately. But he's really good and he has a nice soothing voice. Oh, well, that's good. I wish I had a nice soothing voice like him. I th- well, out of the two of us, you have the more soothing voice. So I don't think I do. Okay, time check. All right, we've got two more minutes. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, 
<laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't know. Bachelor in Paradise? Okay. Kind of. Well, I just sort of wanted to just talk about it because we also yes, do recaps for that. So all that, that Josie and I just spend way too much time together now, all the time. All, all we do yeah. is sit in rooms speaking to one another. And yep. so something we're doing is Bachelor in Paradise. It's the final week this week. Mm. And I'm sure not everyone is into it, but I think you can actually find really interesting soci- sociological yes. things in there. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's, like, fucked me up this week was Ivan's behaviour with Tennille. So Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> Ivan Malat. Ivan. Malat. Oh, that's why. <laughs> so Ivan, uh, not Ivan Malat. It's just not a great name, is it? It's not. But he... Um, yes. So basically for the unaware, he mm-hmm. is he went into paradise, he was seeing another girl in there, then Tennille walked in, he was obsessed, he went on a date, mm. it, it did go well for them. Yeah, But nice then date. he's rammed it up to like level 3,000, won't mm-hmm. leave her alone. Following her around. Yeah, and then got really crazy controlling and was like, if any guy was interested in her and spoke, some spoke to him, some just through mm. hearsay he heard about it. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to fucking like... I'm punching walls. I'm so frustrated yeah. and they can't fucking and he's walk real in my territory. Big guy too, big muscly, like yeah. buff man. And I wouldn't say he seems scary generally, no. but it was quite scary behavior. Yes. And, and when he waited on her bed. Yes. It's really insane. Yeah, and it, it's, know he was there and she screamed. Yeah. Not and good vibes. Not, that's it. It's not good vibes. Like it's not even like, lol, hilarious, Ivan's like stage five clicker. Yeah. It's like Ivan is like exhibiting the pre-signs of domestic violence, yeah. which statistically is true. Like I'm not saying he has done anything illegal mm. ever or is a violent man. But I'm not even saying that. But it's just that tendency to want to control someone's yeah. life really. Yes. And, and it's like, really people scary. People would want to take on a date and then when they wouldn't, like when they'd say, oh, I'm going to take Flo he'd be like, yes, and, like, fist pump and stuff in front of her. And she yeah. was just kind of like, you don't own me. Like, he literally said she's my territory to be marked. Yes. Which is it's so really fucked up. fucking. That's, you don't talk about a human being that way. And, like, how did how is he talking about a human being that way? How did he become? Yeah. Like, who, how do, how do people become that way that mm. they think that people are yeah. their property? Yeah. It's really strange. It's really strange. And it just is quite, like, scary because, like, yeah, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is it genuinely is. Like, we're not even just, like, Mm. saying shit. I don't know. I can't find my words today. But you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, just saying shit willy-nilly here. Yeah. Like, it genuinely Mm. is, like, controlling behaviour where you, like, restrict who your partner can, Mm. like, speak to, who they can hang out with. That's warning signs for Mm. worse behaviour down the track and more violent behaviour or emotionally abusive behaviour. And, like, it's really wild Mm. seeing it on on TV. Um, And and made into, like, a plot line. Yeah. It's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. And how he cried when she broke it off. Like, yeah. Very intense emotions very coming from him. Very intense emotions. And I get that it would be kind of like a bubble. Mm. So I think that in some ways your emotions would be heightened. And I got his point of saying, I know it's only been six days, but it's six days spending a lot of time with yes. this person. Yeah, yeah. So I, very intense. that's valid that he would be feeling deep, deeper for her than he would in real life. Normal life. But it doesn't mean that she's his property. No, it certainly doesn't. And I don't like it at all. No. I don't like it at all. You know what I do like? Mm. The fact that next Friday, the 3rd of May, I actually don't like this. I actually want to vomit. No, same. It's our live show, our first ever live show, All Easy Mystery Hour. 
doing it live, sitting on a stage. Is it a stage? It's just like I think it's a stage. bit of ground. Well, I don't even know. I just found <laughs> out there is a green room, which is good because as much as we love each and every one of you, I cannot face any of you before yeah, I, need to I do the show. I literally beforehand. need to stare at a wall. Me and yeah. Josie will be sitting in a green room staring at the wall. My leg will be like shaking up and down, yeah. like um, twitching. Yeah. Yeah, I know that I'll like be doing I can't that, like hang a out switch. with anyone before. Yeah, but after it'll we'll be hang up with all of you, you, me, and a bottle of Pinot G if I yeah. get my way. Yeah, um, and then we'll go out and we're going to tell two stories mm-hmm. in one. So that's going to be interesting in itself because uh, usually we only do one. Go. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it'll go for seven hours, <laughs> and then hopefully people will have a good time and laugh. Yeah. If you don't have your tickets yet. There's only a few left. Yeah, it's actually gotten down to the wire now. So fucking get on giantdwarf.com.au. You'll see it there in the kind of what's on section Mm -hmm. on the Mystery Hour. It's happening in Redfern. Tickets, 20 bucks. 20 fucking bucks. Super cheap. I've heard there's food there now too. They've told us there's a food store. It's a really cute little venue. It's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. And it's very chill. So we'll totally be mingling afterwards and saying hi and shit. Yeah. Like, please, no one turn up and murder us. That's what I've, my new fear has yeah. become. I There'll have this be a new lot of people there, that. though. I don't think they can murder us. Everyone just be aware. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone be alert. Protect us. <laughs> I don't know why we've turned this into, like, a wow. murder. Oh, my God. It's just, it I haven't talked to you about this fear, but I have this, like, genuine fear of, like, don't. S- someone killing me. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm never going to sleep again. Now I'm even more nervous show. for the show. Oh, my God. Anyway, I think on that note we could probably. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, please don't kill us. That's it. See ya. See ya.